Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon. Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey, this is me, Todd Novak. We are super excited that you are hanging out with us for our little show, the Guitar Knobs Podcast. What do we do on this show, Tony? We get to talk to people that are like boutique builders, if you will. Yeah. Guitar makers. Yep. Pedal makers. Them too. Amp makers. Yep. Pedal board makers. Pedal board, yep. Pickup winders. Sometimes we do uh, fun 101 episodes as well and talk about general things. That's true. But But our major focus is on the boutique builder that maybe some people know, some people may not know. I think we're the only ones out there doing it. But after they listen to the podcast, they will certainly be more educated. That's right. Uh, and speaking of that, we've got somebody very special on the line today. Hello, this is Nick Frank from Frank Brothers Guitar Company. That's your cue, too. Where's the other one? Nick? Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you get shy, Tom? Right, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, this is Tim Frank from Frank Brothers Guitar Company. <laughs> All right. <laughs> never, never gets old, does it? <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of Tim, that... Silent, my silent partner. Right. We lost Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yes, this is the Frank Brothers guitars that we've got on the show today. We're very excited to talk to them. Uh, No doubt you've seen them uh, probably mostly on Instagram, I would suppose. Um, Pretty active there. That's where I found them. Shocker. Uh, So we're going to get into what is all about their um, mode of design and and what they're all about in just a little bit. Uh, but uh, for those of you who are listening the first time, welcome. Uh, maybe you've come in through Spotify. If you haven't, maybe you should come through Spotify if you haven't given that a shot because now, guess what? We're on Spotify. Woo-hoo! Yeah, so you can search for the Guitar Knobs on Spotify and uh, stream us uh, right after you listen to the newest, latest garbage pop out there. editorial so (laughs) yeah so check us out there and then uh also for the format of the show like tony mentioned um we're really interested in the stories behind boutique builders what motivates them to do their thing and why they've hit our radar join us for the rest of the show uh and i think we also have a, a, a a little announcement at the end so make sure you stick around for that gentlemen's what is going on in our music world this week, Tony? Well, this week... Uh, Tony's got a little bit of a recuperating from a cold or something. <clears throat> I'm yeah? not sure what it is. Lack of bourbon? I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think that's what it, it is. It might be. But uh, anyhow, um, this week I have uh, been putting together a... I, I had this body that I picked up on closeout. Oh, okay, good. That, that could have gone really awry there. I don't know. There was this body in my house. <laughs> How much was it? I got a good deal on it. It was. It's a very yellowed finish, almost lemonade yellow. It's a white body with black binding. It's beautiful. It's so so yellowed. Um, and I was. It's it's been sitting in my shop, and I've been trying to figure out what I want to do with it. So finally, I Jared had provided me with a couple of pickups, and uh, I said, you know, I'm gonna make a 72 style telly custom out of it good thing i wasn't asking for one of those a little while ago (laughs) you wanted black 
Yeah, I would have yeah. gone for white, but yeah, anyways. well, you know, you can buy mine when. Man, I'm this thing's gonna look so cool. Just but so anyhow, so talking. it's it's this really yellowed out white finish with a black binding around it. That's cool. Um, and just to take it a step further, I'm, I'm in the process of ordering a one piece maple neck with black block inlays. So it's it's kind of play off the oh, black man. binding. It's gonna it's gonna look cooler than cooler than heck. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> So that's what I've been doing. So today I routed out the, uh, the you know, it was it was routed as a standard Telecaster. Mm. Are you going to do a flat black guard? I could do that, mm. but I was actually going to do a five ply guard, black white black white black. Oh yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. You know, I make pick guards, so it's like you can make as many I, as you want. I imagine that. that a flat black pick guard would actually look pretty awesome after a lot of use. Yeah, because obviously, you know, you're going to see wear come up pretty quick. Where? Where? Where you wear it? Where? <laughs> Where you wear it? Cool. To All it. right. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. So today, I I also, if you go to uh, Instagram, I, I posted up a couple of photos of the before. You got some props and on your routing too. Yeah, how about that? That's sharp. Sharp router bits go a long way, I guess. <laughs> I would <Yes>. hope so. <laughs> uh, let's bring in one of the Nick, the the Nick brothers, the Nick brothers. Yeah, how about the Nick of the Franks? <laughs> That's what I call us. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, we we've had a pretty busy summer, but we're um, we are in the middle of planning a gear geek gathering as we've dubbed it uh it's going to be a little hangout in our shop and we're inviting guitar lovers gear enthusiasts you know like nerds like us oh wow that's come hang out in the shop uh have some have a beer play some frank brothers guitars chat with other musicians sort of uh do a little community thing in the uh the guitar community so we're we're pretty stoked about that is that going to be up in, in is that in toronto or it is. If you guys are uh, looking to plan a trip to Toronto, might be a good occasion. You know, that sh- that little shop kind of open house that you're talking about is something that we've encountered quite a, quite a often as of late. And I love that idea. I think it's a fantastic idea. A great way to gather local community, um, do outreach to people who might even be just out of like normal driving range to, to get them to come to something cool and hang out with other other builders and cool, uh, yeah. cool enthusiasts. I I totally, totally support. Yeah, that. Make, make sure you uh, you post some information on that on the on the uh, on the Facebook page. Yeah, if you yeah, we will for sure. Yeah, on, on our group, on our group page. For and who sure. knows? Maybe we can even make a. That's what. When it, is that? When are you doing that? Uh, we're probably going to be doing it closer to the end of the summer. Mm. Okay, uh, or in September. Oh, okay. Well, well we will keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. Um, right on. Right on. Should be fun. Tony, I don't think. No, I I distinctly oh, okay. remember him didn't, saying, oh, you can didn't? come. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think he was talking to me. <laughs> yeah, only Tony. Yeah. Jared, what's I, going I'm on? Giving, I'm Go giving him a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, what's going on in your music world this week? Okay, so... Uh, wow, that sounds dreadful. Thank you very much. Um, I made a detour through Cleveland on Monday. Hello, to, Cleveland! That's right. I love Cleveland. Uh, and then I I was picking up some uh, new equipment for my shop, and I I stopped at a guitar shop that <laughs> I usually stop at all the time. Then I do businesses, blah blah blah. And they had a guitar there that I had been looking to have for a very long time that has never been affordable for me. 
It's I, I could never acquire something like this. Um, my friend had this thing at the right price, and I usually don't sell equipment to buy other, you know, to buy more equipment like most everybody does. But in this case, I'm going to, and uh, I'm. So you haven't bought it yet. Uh, I committed to buy it, and I'm probably going to put some cash down. Um, either tonight or tomorrow. Okay. Just, you know, just for a goodwill saying, hey, look, and then see, I'm next episode, it. you're going to tell us what that is. Um, Don't tell us what it is now. Cause you've now, that's you've, a good idea. Yes. All right. Just in case. That's yeah. exciting. I mean, it's a done deal. Hands, hands were what, shook. No, you still have the money. Soul, no, soul sign was put on it. That's, we're very good friends. It's done. Still no money. Done ain't done till the money's in the hand, my man. You know that. $100 walks in the door. That guitar is gone. Don't listen to Todd. <laughs> it, it is a done deal. Yes. I trust that because you're, a, you're a, a nice gentleman about business. Okay. Thanks. All right. So, Todd. Yes, sir. What's been going on in your week? Yeah. Oh, man. I've had a heck of a week. I've had so much of a week. I can't do it all in one. In this one, I'm going to I'm gonna save some for next week. Like, and that, wow. and it's like, I, I couldn't believe it. It was like Christmas and birthday all wrapped up in one. It was oh. it was amazing. And and maybe even if I had a quinceanera or something. Is that like a Christmas, bur- <laughs> Christmas birthday? Christmas birthday. Uh, so, to start things off... I in the, in our studio. I finally got my uh, Jazzcaster, and it is outstanding. I am. Is that what you're calling it now? Is that I don't know. Yes, I guess so. It's a Jazzcaster, whatever. But it's a <laughs> it's a it's a Chase Chasing Vintage Fullerton series Jazzcaster okay. with a Pick Guardian guard. It, well, that's part of it. Yes, so with the Pick Guardian guard and Brandon Wong pickups. And I'm getting there. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh brandon well pickups and uh i should i do i list all the parts or just yeah your I, parts? I think you should list okay. all the parts so. So, oh geez all parts right anyways uh so i i've got it and i love it and it's fantastic and i'm just super duper excited about it so uh he seems to be pretty excited about it that's a really great neck man yeah, then it, it, it playability, the weight is outstanding. Chase did an amazing job on the paint Absolutely. and, and uh, the setup and everything. It, it's it's a it's a dream guitar. I love it. So thank you all for helping out with that. And I will save the next one for next time because it is super doopy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nail biter. Yeah. Anyways, uh oh one, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right, Nick Frank, give us your business. All right, coming at you. Number one on the list, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Union Tube and Transistor. They're mm. in uh, Vancouver, so fellow Canadians. Cool. Um, the They have this pedal called the Moore, so it's, it's just like a really high-quality, lush, full overdrive. Okay. And a really talented guitar maker here with us, and also a killer shredder. Uh, turned us on to these, and it's just an absolute must-have. I'm sure you've tried a lot of overdrives in the uh, in the past. What's kind of special about that one? Uh, it's sort of just one of those pedals that you just always leave on. Um, and before, like Tim had this clone DoD mm-hmm. that was pretty rad, um, but this sort of just blew it out of the water. Yeah, I don't know. It's just everything just sounds really good through it, basically. Cool. Um, I, I've always been sort of a direct to amp natural uh overdrive kind uh-huh. of guy uh-huh but uh I, I just really dig this pedal okay 
What do you got for number two? Yeah. All right, number two. So, older brother John, he just picked up the Stomp Underfoot Ram's Head. Never being one for fuzz. It was a little, man, I don't know. But uh, I think I'm going to have to get this thing on permanent loan from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like a really cool fuzz pedal. It's just, this is like, you know, pedals are supposed to be fun, and this is just a lot of fun. It, with that particular pedal, are you doing it like at a super Velcro-y or kind of kind of wooly, warm fuzz? or? Um, I would put it more in the warmer camp. Um, yeah, like Tim and John are, are much more uh, like... They got they got the, the licks. I uh, I'm more of a rhythm player, so I don't uh, I don't step on them too much. Cool. Okay. What do you got for number three? All right, number three, uh, the Boss DD three. So right. just touch a sl- touch a slap back, right? And never does you wrong, right? Like we've this one's just been kicking around our like our mom's house for like 15 years. It's just like <laughs> it, it gets passed around between everybody. And uh, you just, you know, nothing wrong with a little touch of delay, right? Yeah, no, I, I like I like a little slapback myself. I've mentioned that yeah, before. Yeah, just kind of like <laughs> the, the more pedal. It's just like you kind of just leave her on. Yeah, right? yeah. And then num- number four, um, this one we don't have yet, but I'm pretty excited to get it. And it's okay. just a JHS Mini AB. And for us at the shop, it's just, this is something that we've been dying to have. It's just a way to AB two guitars. Sure. Back to back, really, really smooth. Um, and you can do it. You can do it with two amps as well. And we've got a selection of amps in the shop for when people swing by and they want to try some guitars. Um, so um, I'm just pretty excited to be able to have that seamless transition. And we also like to really, we also like to provide some tasting notes with the guitars that we build. So just like our our sort of um, our read on them. And it'll be nice to to suss out those subtle differences uh-huh. between two guitars, you know, like a spruce top versus a maple oh, top. Oh, I get you. We were all, we were all like sort of looking at each other, like tasting notes. What? Uh, yeah, I know. I don't, I haven't thought of a better way of no, describing that's great. it. That makes total sense but, now. You know, there's, there's so much subtlety right. in, in a guitar. So if you have and, two of your signature models, uh, one's got, uh, you know, a, a rosewood neck and the other one's got a maple neck or, or what, you know, we're just, I'm just spitballing here. Sure. But yeah. Then you can actually maybe hear the differences between the two it, besides being radically different guitars. Yeah. No, I mean, we're pretty familiar with the way that, with the, with the sort of tonality of, of the guitars. Yeah. But it's also just, it would be really nice to be able to just bounce them back really quick. Yeah, seamlessly. for sure. For sure. So uh, I'm pretty, well, pretty well, that's the first time that. someone's done an AB box, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that makes total sense, man. I, I, I completely understand that. Uh, cool. That's a tidy little pedal board there. Um, or four on the floor, I should say, cause that's what we call it. The four on the floor. That's a tidy little four on the floor. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> that's a four on the floor. How many? It's like a, dis- it's like a simple disco song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, you make guitars and that's what we are here to talk to you about. Uh, For those who are not totally familiar with the uh, Frank Brothers guitars, uh, make sure that you head over to Instagram and or their website, Frank Brothers Guitars, and uh, check them out. Unless, of course, you are either incapacitated in some way 
or shouldn't be using a phone. Or if you've lost internet connection. Or if you've lost internet connection, uh, any of those things. Okay, or flying a drone. Um, <laughs> so uh, so I, I found you, I'm sure how most people find you these days, uh, you know, via Instagram. Uh, it, it's pretty much our, our, the channel of our guitar world. I was extremely intrigued as I'm sure you're used to hearing the shape. Uh, the shape really caught my attention. And as I dug further into it, I realized that was the shape. And uh, the, you you are one of the few guitar builders that, that has really stuck to, well, this is the shape we're doing and uh, we're going to make variations on it and make it yours, but uh, we're not going to just create a, a giant range of guitars. Fair to say? Yes, very. Okay. Well, let's get let's dig into how, how you got into doing this in the first place. Um, and by the way, for those who are listening, we're not ignoring Tim. Uh, unfortunately, Tim had to drop off. Um, we we're running a split signal uh, from a couple different places uh, across the Great Plains of North America right now, and uh, his signal was his smoke signal was not strong enough. So. <laughs> We we hope to talk to him at some other point in time, but Nick is going to carry on with uh, the interview with us. So we have Nick Bro, uh, number one, or what are you in the order of the brothers, by the way? I'm the middle child. He's the middle child. All right. Well, yeah. Nick and Tim, twins separated today. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, walk us uh, walk us through how you kind of got interested in guitars and um, music in general. Sure. Um, we uh, well, we've always sort of jammed the, the three brothers. Um, I'm I'm more actually a more of a bass player, like in the live situation. So, Tim and John were the the guitar players of the group, and but um, we grew up in a household that was just sort of music was a big focus. And our dad was a recording engineer uh, in music. And our grandfather, his dad, was a concert violinist. And so there was sort of just that in the atmosphere for us. And that kind of just put us on this musical path, I guess you would say. And uh, so we all picked up instruments at a pretty young age and just got really into it you know as like young people do they just get sort of uh obsessed right totally uh so that was that was pretty much it for us who, who, and, who, uh, like well who are you listening to that really kind of uh, it's one thing to have instruments laying around and it's another thing to be you know have some talent but there's usually some like portal that you fall through that makes you go like okay i gotta do this man Yes. Yeah. And, uh, for us, I guess, you know, road tripping and stuff like that. Um, my mom always just had rush. A... Please say rush. <laughs> well, as every good Canadian, uh, Neil Young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, we know for us, it was, my mom was all about Motown Beatles, James Taylor, Neil Young, uh, that sort of stuff. Sure. All good. So, how about yeah, Brian exactly. Adams? Okay, oh, well, he, he's just going to list off all the Canadians, <laughs> yeah. so we're just going to stop it right there. Uh, yeah. 
Okay, so cool. So you're you're taking family trips, and they're not making you listen to boring old people stuff, which is really cool. Yes, gotcha. <laughs> which was nice. Yeah, and I'm still into that stuff today. So yeah. it was a good uh, a good base for us. Was there uh, was there somebody that you locked on to that that you particularly um, enjoyed or mo- sort of wanted to model yourself after? Like in terms of music, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I took that sort of, I took that journey like, like everyone, a lot of people did, which was like, like classic rock. So started with, with like ACDC and Led Zeppelin. That was sort of like a little bit rebellious, I guess, because <laughs> it's not, you know, folk or um, right. uh, like early uh, soul. Um, but from there, I, I, you know, I, I always still love that stuff. And then I got like into great the grateful dead and some jam band stuff and but you know i i feel like these days i'm i'm pretty uh, um into what what um people are doing now so like i wouldn't call it modern music but uh current music uh-huh um but you know i mean it's like all, all that stuff is you, you just you always have that as the fallback to sure listen to. yeah i mean when in doubt like pop some petty in or something and just of it, course it's, yeah. you'll win or, or the Beatles yeah. or the stones. Yeah. We've been really into like Ry Cooter. We just went and saw him live at Massey hall, which is oh. a, a great venue here in Toronto. Right. Um, and I know that, uh, Tim takes a lot of influence in his playing from that. Nice. We'll believe I will trust you that Tim would have said that. <laughs> Poor Tim. <laughs> I know. Uh, cool. So, so you got your early uh, kicks doing uh, doing some, you know, I guess what you could call classic rock. I, classic rock is a is a sort of a loaded term now because for the longest time it basically meant sort of like the sort of straight like straight ahead semi harder rock stuff. But really, it applies to just about anything seventies and sixties but uh, like at all now. So it's kind of weird. Um, yeah. I hear like, I feel like now uh, on like a classic rock station, you hear like green day. Yeah. That, that's, it's, yeah. It's that, like that is, that's I was going to say old. something, but I'm glad you did, but th- that's true. <laughs> it's, it's now eighties and nineties as well. Yeah, it totally is. That's I mean, weird. like I love REM and now you're starting to hear them on classic rock. Yeah. Yeah. Now this is a weird thing though, because and then this is I realize that this is not the classic rock uh, podcast, but uh, I feel like the ones that have stayed out of that for some reason is like basically everybody that fell into the sort of the the new wave uh, realm, where it's like that's still its own channel, and it's 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 interesting how they've managed to do that. Like you're not hearing like, like the like Blondie and the Cars and stuff, and and in typical classic rock. It's still kind of lumped into, you know, the wave stuff, but the first wave, first wave. Yes. Anyways. Yeah. Early, early Robert Palmer versus later Robert Palmer. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. So anyways, abandoning that rabbit hole, uh, we're going to get back on track with the, how you get into guitar stuff. So, uh, so you, you, you have your father who is heavy into recording and the industry you you have i'm sure instruments laying around uh you're listening to all kinds of music what's the next step uh the next step was for, for us just like the actual instruments themselves so just like i inherited my dad's old p bass 
which oh, was cool. sweet. It's like a it's a seventy two ash uh, P base, and it came with uh, Bartolini pickups. That's awesome. I don't know who swapped them out, um, but I always thought that was that kind of just like caught my eye. I was like, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. And do you still have and it? Then, uh, oh yeah, definitely. That's killer. Yeah, and um, and. I guess that got me curious about custom or customization. Then also, uh, Tim, uh, he, what we really got us started, I guess, in the guitar, like meddling side of things, mm-hmm. I'll call it meddling at that stage mm-hmm. was, uh, Tim had this strat and the, um, somebody had stripped the truss rod on it. Um, and so he had to replace the neck and, decided to just do it himself and so that sort of sent him down the the repair side of it interesting yeah so 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 he when you say he went down the the interest the um the repair path uh i'm assuming he started doing others yeah so that that sort of kicked off our interest in in fixing guitars and most we did a lot of setup at that stage so we would set up our own instruments or like I defretted, fretted like a Yamaha bass and filled the, the fret slots with epoxy. And then I had a fretless, <laughs> which worked pretty good. Then I decided to strip the finish on it. And it was like a quarter inch thick poly finish. Oh, and boy. it took me the entire summer. There it is. And I shamefully, I abandoned it. Uh, uh, now, was that but, inspired uh, by uh, Jocko or... Jacko pasta sauce, yeah. Yeah, Jacko pasta sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was huge into that. Huge into fusion for a while. Uh huh. Um, And so was so was Tim. And so also like we we saw these old like tellies that you know like the seventies people just started messing with their tellies. Sure. Yeah. Um, And that kind of got us interested in all that that stuff. Cool. Um, Dominic Troiano. I don't know if you guys know him. He's a Canadian guitar player. He ended up he played with the Guess Who. He has had this like totally rad telly, um, and we saw it first because our dad used to. He re- recorded um, with the, the Guess Who out of Nimbus Nine in Yorkville, in Toronto. Huh. And so we were rummaging through some old photos and saw it, and it really like caught our eye. Uh, you can Google them, Don, Dominic Triano. It's kind of like a, a kooky, kooky telly. What was uh, what was kooky about it? Uh, he just had. I haven't looked at it in the ages, but I think it's just like loads of pickups and switches. Ah, uh, was he an original finish. member? No, I don't. I believe he was not an original member. Yeah, lots of switches will do it. Uh, we were recently <laughs> so in Nashville. We were in a, we were in a uh, guitar shop, a rumble seat guitars and uh there was a les paul there that uh, jared locked onto that had i don't know what like six extra uh toggle switches oh, on yeah, the front, yeah. and it was, <laughs> it was bananas but it was just i for whatever reason we all like switches we just gotta cop to oh, it yeah. <laughs> switches is good uh okay so now this is uh i'm assuming this is maybe your teens that you guys are doing this yeah, teens into university. Okay, uh, and that's that's when we started getting into actual guitar building from there. So we done we we started doing you know you start fixing your own instruments and then your friends hear that you can do that and then they start getting you to fix their instruments and stuff like that. So we went through that all that, 
which was a lot of fun. We gained a lot of knowledge from that. And from there, we were like, it would be sweet to, to build our own guitar. And we um, acquired some lumber from uh, our old friend, um, Warren, who owns a lumber company. And we actually uh, are partners with him, and we source all our lumber through his company. Nice. And so he hooked us up with the, f- the first bits of, of wood to make a telly. We were like, we're going to make it from scratch. We're going to make it amazing. Uh, everyone told us it would be a piece of junk, but we were like, no, this is going to be the best guitar ever. <laughs> uh, it was okay. We, you know, it didn't last too long. We, we, we tore it apart for the, uh, the, the parts, uh-huh. you know, a little bit after finishing it. But so you we, guys took on a neck by your, like for, you just went and made your own neck we just like straight away. Went for it. Wow. Yeah. That's, we got the, we got a pre-slotted fretboard and that was about it. Okay. Um, and, uh, um, we actually used an old, we used a telly, like an actual telly body to make a template. Huh? So we just like took all the parts off of it and uh-huh. just routed that used that as a copywriting template for a piece of MDF. And from there we had our telly template. Interesting. Uh, there and then go. the neck, we just, you know, did measurements and you got, you got a nod the, of approvement from Tony. Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah you're not. It's, it's. I mean, that's what you do. Sometimes it's it's easier to do it that way. Yeah. I mean, you end up damaging sometimes. The uh, I mean, we wrapped it in like green tape, so it was oh, like okay. It was it was like a like five thou bigger than a real telly, but I'm sure we sanded all of that off. Oh sure. yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we had this. We had access to this uh, workshop on the Toronto Islands. I don't know how familiar you guys are with Toronto. Sometimes you see it if you fly in. Uh, there's an island on this, the uh, south, like south of like the mainland. Oh, okay. And uh, we had we had lots of friends that grew up on there on the island, mm-hmm. and uh, we used to teach canoe lessons at the island canoe club. And so they had a little wood shop in the back, and they loaned, they let us use that, and they had a bandsaw and a router. And this is starting we, to sound like an old Disney movie. <laughs> it was, tr- it was charming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> there was no, I don't think there was a, an evil antagonist <laughs> in the story, but maybe I can, I can write that in. Yeah. Some old ne'er-do-well gentleman. You yeah. kids stop yeah. playing with yeah. those power tools. Yeah. I think we did get yelled at for like r- using the router at three in the morning. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we were all about the all nighters. Sure. Know? Sure. It sounds like a garage <laughs> where the A team can build a super vehicle to bust out of it. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Off the Island. Okay. So, uh, you're, you're, uh, you got your tele template and you got your, uh, your first guitar together. You're putting, you're moving forward. What happens next? Well, we uh, we got a little shared studio uh, in Toronto's uh, sort of West End, uh, and th- it was actually a sculpture studio, and they had some woodworking tools, and we had bit like I don't know, probably like ninety square feet inside of this shop where we had we each had a bench and we worked sort of back to back, and that's when we started building. We built a few other tellies out of um, old uh, like wharf wood which we called wharf casters oh that's basically they started they started pulling up um they started tearing down parts of toronto and then putting big holes in the ground to build condos they would be like digging up for the foundation and they would find old wharfs and docks and they actually even found a whole ship 
because Toronto's south like um, shore is all landfill essentially. Oh. Uh, they oh. just sort of kept filling it in and filling it in and built, putting the land, the you know the shore further out. So as they started digging up some of the stuff, they found some of the old infrastructure there. Wow! So we would build these guitars out of old pine, which were really cool. There's there's got to be some kicking around. Somebody brought one by our shop actually not that long ago. They're 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 good guitars. So that we had a lot of fun with that. But then we started developing our own designs, mm-hmm. our own design, uh, and that really got us excited. So that sort of really got the gears going on like so how did you really cool how did you come up with with the particular design i mean was a trial and error did you have kind of things in between we had we had one prototype that was different than the current shape so um tim actually designed the body and i designed the headstock and uh from there we sort of we we did a full tim's really good with the pencil drawing drawings so he on graph paper and full size you know drew it out and then together we sort of we tweaked it and refined the shapes and but the first one looks like a caricature of our current guitar shapes (laughs) guitar shape it's really funky but it's just like we we looked at it and we were like yes it's cool but i wish we could you know maybe make it less offset because the you know the current the guitar is it's subtle but it is an offset and it's a reverse like the lower horn mm-hmm. is actually further out than the uh, the upper horn, mm-hmm. and this one, the first one, was way more so. Like the it was it was way reversed, right? So it pro- probably offset. looked a bit like one of one of them old Japanese models of something. Totally, <laughs> yeah. and that was that was fully our influence. We were really into those at the time, um, the old catalog guitars and the Japanese and Italian stuff. Yeah, like Echo. loved Echo. Oh, and Echoes are cool. K and Harmony and yeah, Taisco. Uh, so that totally was the, the, uh, inspiration, but we did want to make, we did want to make it refined. Like we, we really like, you know, clean design, subtlety, um, uh, quality craftsmanship and stuff. So we wanted to impart all of that into what we were doing. That's, that's what really got us excited beside the, besides the, the design was making it actually a really good functioning guitar. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You do have, uh, you've managed to do something that is unique. I mean, if if you're looking at a silhouette, I mean, that's a unique shape. And uh, uh, and also managing to keep it tasteful and clean where, like, I think it sounded like you were saying it started to, it started out a little bit more radical, but I mean, there's a lot of other decisions to make besides the shape of a guitar. So w- help us get through some of that. Where were you? Where were you drawing inspiration from once you got past the shape? Uh, I mean, we we did want to make it um, sort of fall more into the classic, um, the really venerable uh, guitars of that of the you know sort of early era of guitar electric guitar. So we wanted to to make it a really high quality sounding instrument. Um, so that's when we started using genuine mahogany for the body and neck um maple for the top uh that's when we decided to do the arching so the guitar actually has an arch on the top and back that's something you've been uh, making people aware of uh at at great lengths as <laughs> as of late it seems like i think in the last couple of posts it's like they're arched 
There are. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We put, it's a lot of work to make it that way. So. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's hard to, hard to photograph and we've been, we've been getting better at that trying to photograph it. So as soon as we got photos of it, we were like, Oh, this looks like we should show this off. Yeah. Bring people's make people aware of it. Well, it's funny. Uh, because I think that's one of the things. That, yeah. It's hard to, when you shoot it face on, but the whole idea, like our design philosophy was, was subtlety. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to build a really, something that was really dynamic and something that when you picked it up, you know, and you, you discover new things every time, mm-hmm. sort of. So it's, you know, it's not re- heavily recurved, but there's a significant arch to the top and back. And I think that, that you know, it, it, though it's hard to photograph, it's something that when you're holding the guitar, you can really appreciate. And it actually mm-hmm. makes the guitar a little more comfortable, oh, we I find. Would say, yeah, I sort of it contours would. it to your body, especially because the back is arched, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's kind of this mix between, you know, uh, your, your classic solid body that has an arched top and your, you know, actual jazz box that has both arch top and arch back. So is it, let, let me understand if, I, if I'm getting this correct, is it actually an arched back or is it a concaved back? Arched. So, okay, so it's bulging both yeah, ways. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. Con, convex on both sides. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, um, when I first saw that pose, I was like, wait, it's, that's cool. They did a concave on the back. That's kind of wild. <laughs> oh, that's, been like, that's for the beer drinkers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Redefined belly cut. Yeah, yeah. True belly cut. Yeah. Form fit. So I, I, one thing I noticed, um, and I'd, I'd kind of like to see what experimentation went into it, on the uh, the trapeze tailpiece that you're using, or, or it looks like it's a proprietary one, um, some would say it's going in the wrong direction. But, you know, basically, so the treble strings... Are longer, uh, generally you see it go the opposite direction. So I, I was curious as to if you experimented with it, you know, flipped around the other way or did a straight one and didn't like that or? Um, it actually, I mean, it, if you look at the guitar as a whole, it does, it sort of harkens to, uh, or, or mimics in a sense in a way the headstock shape. Okay. So aesthetically, that was what we were trying to tie into, but without being... Um, but, but still being subtle about okay. it, right? Oh, that makes sense. So that, I don't know if you noticed that top, the, yeah. the bar where the strings yeah. go in, mm-hmm. sort of um, uh, visually replicates the, the top of the headstock. Yeah. And then in, we just liked the way it, that it felt. It makes um, it, the guitar feel a little slinkier, mm-hmm. um, gives it a, a nice slackness to it. And those treble strings, uh, especially, which we just liked the, the feel of. Yeah. You know what it kind of reminds me of is, um, so I was exposed to, for some reason, I feel like California's got a, just a, a much richer car culture out there. I mean, we, that's kind of a fact, but uh, the hot rod it, it, culture is huge out there. It's massive. Right. And um, there was, I think, specifically a, a, a uh, several years where it seemed like people were taking kind of stepping away from like classic hot rod with all the chrome and all the bits and blah, blah, blah. And, and kind of like taking that down to a more minimal look. Um, and, uh, and incorporating like, you know, billeted aluminum and, and shaving things off and stuff. And, uh, it, it's for some reason, especially when I look at your trapeze piece, um, that's the feeling I get. Like there's something that's definitely, um, 
familiar and uh, referencing old design, but with new interpretations of that, you know, slightly new shapes, slightly new curves, slightly new materials, but not to the point where it's like super modern. Right. That's awesome that you, yeah, that, that that's the feeling it gets. Um, Cause that's sort of what we were trying to go for is that, you know, again, um, subtlety and uh, sort of like a reverence for that, that era of guitar design. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like this could, it could have been like um, late sixties, like uh, kind of when, when, you know, all the space stuff was going bonkers uh, <laughs> yeah. or, or today. And it's kind of sitting right in the middle of that. Um, there's almost a, 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 like a Danish furniture quality to it, which, you know, Danish furniture is, is so based around clean lines and, and harmony and shapes and stuff. And, and like those little subtleties, I dig that personally. Cool. But, cool. Yeah. Some would say timeless. Some might say timeless. (laughs) So most people that are making guitars tend to say, all right, I'm going to make this kind of guitar and this kind of, you know, they usually have a couple of shapes going on. And you you came out with the one shape uh, with sort of the bells and whistles and you have a slightly stripped down version of that shape, correct? Yeah. Okay. Has that, do you think that that is, um, how has that worked for you? I mean, I it's been it's been working pretty well for us because um, you know there's nothing really out there quite like it. So our our big focus has been to take this and use it as a platform for uh, customization, and it seem, it's it's been a great platform for that. Uh-huh. So we found that we can do a, a lot with this, and then you know offering it as a semi hollow. Uh, which is the signature model uh-huh. and the arcade, which is the solid body that gives us a lot of range and sort of tonality. Mm-hmm. And so what we've been really focused on is customization, creating a really great customer experience uh, for people and, and working with them to let them sort of a la carte um, decide how they want their Frank brothers guitar to be. Right. Um, well, most people probably wouldn't know that your signature model is a hollow body, at least by first glance, because it doesn't have the classic um, sound holes. Yeah, and actually, we just uh, we just uh, started offering that as an option, and okay. we uh, we posted it on Instagram uh, just early uh, sometime last week, and so we've we've already got one uh, on the go. That's cool. So it's going to be a. Um, so we're calling that our ultralight. So the signature model, which is the semi-hollow, is chambered on the treble side pretty much fully. So it's still got the center block, and then on the bass side, it's got um, what we call sort of finger chambers. So they're just sort of half-inch um, wide uh, chambers that vary in length, and they go diagonally right. uh, on the, the bass side of the body. Uh-huh. And they go less than halfway deep. And on the other side, we do the exact same chambers, but reverse. So you have oh, kind of this gridlock. That's pattern. crazy. Yeah, we've, we experimented with it a bunch. And partly um, it was be- to help balance the guitar mm-hmm. uh, because it does sort of balance a little more like an SG. So the, the neck is kicked out a touch more. Um, but the, the balance between the body and the neck is a really important thing for us. So we were able to sort of work with that chambering pattern 
to help balance it. And then it also has a really cool sonic, um, it imparts this, this really cool tonality to it. So it's like, it does have a really 335-y sound, um, which is kind of bizarre. It, it freaks people out, but it's not as woofy. Gotcha, gotcha. So the, we're really excited to hear what the ultralight, which is going to be uh, the, this, the model with the F-hole and is uh, more, heavily, uh, semi, more heavily hollowed. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah you went with a really... kind of a traditional F hole on that, right? Yeah. And I mean, we're, we're, again, we're fully like, we're, uh, like a real custom shop. So we can, we have a, the capacity to do pretty much, you know, anything in terms of using this, this guitar as the platform. Right. Uh, so if somebody wants, um, a, you know, segmented F hole or a diamond shaped F hole, right. So the sky's the limit. We, we can, uh, or do that flames. Sort of stuff. No, <laughs> that's where I draw the line. <laughs> no, and, and and I should say it's it's it is a tastefully frank frankish f hole. It's not a classic heavy uh, scroll f hole. It's, yeah, it's a, very, it's a very you know it it's, fits with the guitar. It's like um, it's it's kind of got the three thirty five vibe, but it's a little slent more slender and longer. Yes, uh, was sort of the, the idea. So so earlier when I asked you how's that working for you, I wasn't. I hope that didn't come off as like, well, how's that working for you? You know, it's like, I, I didn't mean that, but what I, where I was trying to go was, uh, or, or let the conversation go was that, um, has that cornered you in any way to the point where like when someone does something for a long time, right. And that's the kind of thing that they do. And all of a sudden they say, we're going to do something new. Sometimes that's not very well received, uh, especially by the purists who have now, gone for your brand like full on so i'm right. just curious if that if you've had that effect uh, they've seen that effect at all i don't know i mean not, not not noticeably no i mean people are really enthusiastic and excited about the design um and i think you know if, if down the line we were to offer something else we would you know we're the designers so we would essentially we would try to impart that that frank brother style onto right. it you know, we've got our bow tie headstock, um, and you know, we we probably continue that on. It is a uh, handsome headstock. Thank you very much. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> have you? Um, so, what other? I mean, uh, can we assume that you have kicked around other uh, other shapes as of late, or is that is this kind of uh, where you guys are just going to stick around? That. I mean, we've we've just gotten a, a we've got our sort of hands full, really busy with um, the arcade and signature model, uh-huh. um, and now the arch ultralight. So that's been our focus, and the focus is really do one thing and do it right. Um, so we've, and, and, you know, in quality and customization, so there's still a lot that we can do with this, and we're still, um, you know, staying busy busy with this, this these models. Cool. Well, that's so, a good philosophy know. to have. I mean, I can certainly appreciate that. Tony's yeah, totally. nodding his head emphatically. <laughs> <laughs> How about in terms of uh, of pickups? What what's your brand of choice, or do you have several that you can pop in there? Oh yeah, we. I mean, we've we initially we focused on on humbuckers, mm-hmm. and we did we lo- we loaded a lot of El Reos into them, which was like a, lo- a Lawler pickup. Yeah, and it's a really funky pickup. It's kind of borderline um, Filtertron slash Tele single coil. It's uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Yeah, I, um, I know. I'm very familiar with those actually. Yeah, 
yeah so that it it's it gelled well it vibed well with our with our guitar which and that's when we were really only doing the signature model the semi hollow mm-hmm. um and um so a lot of people opted for that but you know we we talk a lot with our customers um and you know a lot of people have their own ideas about what they want so um and you know we we always have a conversation about that or some people are would like to sort of um hear more of our opinion about what what they want or some people come in and they know exactly what they want so we've put uh lots of different manufacturers pickups in um we've we're we're doing some uh um Lawler antiquity or sorry some uh seymour duncan antiquities in an upcoming guitar which i'm pretty excited about mm-hmm. um it's going to be a humbucker mini humbucker humbucker Very and cool. then we you know we're doing p90s uh we've got a guitar coming up with gold foils oh that'll look nice that'll be cool yeah it's going to be all, it's going to be a piano black top and back with a uh, a uh-huh. Cremona burst sides <laughs> and neck kind of like the one we built for james bay um nice and that's uh but it's you know it's gonna have the the gold foils are just gonna be splashy. Cool. Have you tried the gold uh, hardware on it? The uh, the Imperials, Lawler Imperials. Yeah, yeah. Is that what the Imperials. you? Imperials. Yeah. Is, so that's your probably your humbucker of go to of choice, or is it kind of your standard. You know, or? it it changes uh, varies with the customer. And, okay. And we again we try to provide tasting notes if somebody's not sh- if somebody doesn't know exactly what they want yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll provide them with some tasting notes on, on like what the experiences we've had with each different type of pickup that we've used. Does that come with and, a cheese board? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better circle, circle R that uh, tasting note thing there. <laughs> Already yeah. done. I just got in touch with the trademark office. Yes, I, I understand where you're going with what the customer wants. However, as a pickup builder myself, I've, I have at least three or four, um, actual custom guitars built for myself and i wanted the builder to use what they recommended even right that's an interesting point it is because i i want i want what the builder you know what what their vision is what they think is awesome for their guitar now i do have one custom guitar that i i did build the pickups for but i think it's um special when you buy a custom guitar and that the you know that it's mostly the builder's idea you know totally and i i would say that probably uh like 75 plus percent of them had the el reos in them because that really really did did the trick for us so that is that actually is more probably the go-to humbucker for us I would just want to touch on a point that Jared brought up, which I think we're we're usually pretty aware of, but I just want to reiterate the fact that like, you know, you mentioned that it was special to get something that the builder that the builder kind of put their, you know, kind of work into. And that is what this is all about. And sure. like let's not forget, like, we're talking to a guitar builder who has designed a guitar from the ground up spent countless amount of hours to try to create the most optimum product that, that they could come up with. And when you are buying a guitar like this, you are getting every ounce of that. You're not just walking into some random shop in some random city, getting some random guitar that you have no idea who built that. Right. And that's, 
that's the thing that we like to focus on. So I just don't want to lose sight of that. Good point, Jared. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you guys could probably agree, like the 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 guitar the itself imparts a ton of tonality and the playability of it as well oh, on, yeah. on, oh, the, sure. on the guitar. Um, and so you know, and the, we, we we just want the the process to be fun for people, and we want them to really get what they. Um, what they're really after. So that's the, the that's where the conversation sort of comes in about what are you playing? What um, you know, so like consultation in a sense. Yeah, uh, sure. Well, what do we what do we want to achieve with this guitar? Totally. You know, what kind of uh, fretboard wood are you using these days? Are you uh, affected at all by rosewood situations? No, because we um, we early on um, fell in love with Macassar ebony. Uh huh. So we didn't build. The, the very first one that I was telling you guys about that um, was a caricature of the, the, what the current design is, had a rosewood board. Um, but we really fell in love with Macassar Ebony. It's a, tonally, it's a great wood. It's a really nice density. You get a ton of variety in terms of color. Um, so you can get all like jet black almost, mm-hmm. all the way up to you know, really uh, nice light oranges and blondes in it um and so that's that's been our, our go-to fretboard wood and it's uh not affected by cites it's it's not uh, you know an endangered wood species so anybody around the world can go buy your guitars without any hassle is what you're saying you got it yeah Perfect. I yeah like we've that. got all the documentation for it too i nice. like that smart. Uh, all, our, all our materials yeah where where are you sourcing most of your wood from i mean in so we work with um, uh, a company uh, called uh, Upper Canada Force Products mm-hmm. really closely uh, to uh, source the materials. So we end up dealing with with them and, and, and often sometimes directly with the Sawyers. Uh, and they've got a really big focus on sustainability um, and ethically sourcing materials. So you know, community community forests. Mm-hmm. and uh, things like that um so the we can feel really good about the material that we're we're getting and using plus it's really high quality stuff yeah i mean i i seem to remember like companies like godin and and some of the other that whole conglomerate yeah they get a lot of their their wood from the canadian government uh i think when as they're you know clearing things so i oh, think cool. their their wood sources i mean a lot of it is from canada because that's why you see a lot of the right made out of cherry or a lot of yeah. maple, obviously. Well, that's what yeah. my neck on, on my uh, Fifth Avenue King was, man. I love that neck. Ooh, doggies. Yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. There's a, uh, you know, there's just something really, uh, I think, uh, special about, about w- w- this guitar that you guys have uh, come up with. And then, uh, you know, it's sort of unfolded into a couple other versions. Um, but, uh, it's a, it's a really a lovely, piece to look at and i'm sure it's a crap ton of fun to play um (laughs) what's the uh i guess is there an overall tonality if you're talking if we're talking about uh, tonal notes or tone notes is it tasting notes (laughs) i better get this right i'm gonna i'm gonna copyright all three of those he's already already (laughs) yeah uh with those tasting notes you know a lot of people will say oh les paul sounds warm a telly sounds spanky or bright you know um what what do you think about yours how would you characterize yours well we can go go sort of both ways with it um we've done really spanky uh, guitars that can sort of hit that the telly mark uh-huh. and we've done 
you know, we did a, um, a custom guitar for, I don't know if you guys know him on uh, Instagram, Lost in Crystal Canyons. Wait, um, I kn- wait, how do I know that? Lost in Crystal Canyons. Yes. Because you're on I Instagram. He takes amazing photos of yes. guitars. No, I know that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I know that for sure because so, I'm always, yes, gotcha. Yeah, we did a custom guitar for him. You can see it on our website. It's the one that's just fully torted out. It's covered in tortoise shell. And yes. it's, our tr- it's our trillium white color. Uh, it's an arcade. And um, we did it with this uh, uh, trapeze, like 50s trapeze tailpiece. And it is a, it, he calls it the beast, I'm pretty sure. It's, it, was a, it was a monster. So it was like full on rock and roll machine. Um, so there's, there's a lot of versatility within, within our range, even though, you know, you've just got one sort of, um, body shape, uh, you can, we found that we can do a lot with it. But one thing that, that about the construction of the guitar, the arching on the top and back, it gives you a really slim, um, side like profile in the body, but you've got a ton of mass in line with the strings in the center of the guitar. It's like over two inches thick in the center, right? Right. Um, so that all in line with the neck, we've got a like a really big uh, neck joint that that um, it's really tall. So you can see if like if you're looking at the the heel of our guitar, we call it the blended heel. So it's a set neck, but it's really um, a a deep tall neck joint. So you've got a lot of mass connectivity there. I guess you could say. Sure. Um, so that imparts a lot of sort of um, character into the guitar we find you, get, uh, you can you get a ton of sustain with these well referencing the uh the loss in crystal canyons people who are listening to this definitely go check out that instagram um this is just gorgeous guitar shots um and specifically the one that you're talking about the white with the tort is oh that is, <laughs> that is a fine mighty fine looking guitar right there uh, and I yeah, like the aged, uh, the aged nickel one. all over that. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We were pretty stoked on that. That's awesome. Um, that was a lot of fun. Well done. Lost in crystal canyons. Um, yeah. What a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool, man. Well, Hey, uh, I sure do appreciate you sharing your, your story with us, um, in this room and, and all of our listeners. Um, I, I hope everybody out there has, is, uh, appreciated it as well. Um, if you haven't, by now gone to check it out uh make sure you check out frank brothers guitars uh on the internet and uh and especially on instagram because they are really gorgeous and uh i i like their their build philosophy and you know it's just sort of making sure they're taking care of the the wood and and ethically building these things is uh pretty pretty solid stuff so we are going to transition into Would You Rather? All right. Very nice, Jared. All right. This episode's Would You Rather is going to be about binding today, gentlemen. Yes. So you're ordering a Telecaster guitar uh-huh. from place that you order it from. And and where would that be? Yeah. <laughs> a place where you order it from. So an ordering place. Would you rather have uh-huh. tortoise shell binding? Mm-hmm. The kind of tortoise shell binding. The kind of tortoise shell binding that is tortoise shell. Well, are we talking classic tortoise shell? We're talking inky yellow. Let's inky do, black and let's yellow. Let's say inky yellow. Like leopardy? Uh, leopardy. Leopard. Inky, inky black and yellow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Or or would you rather have sparkle binding? What color sparkle? Whatever. Gold. Yeah. What, what color is the guitar? White. White? Oh, <laughs> dang it. You guys got me in there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Two viable choices. Tony. Now, this is on a Telecaster, mind you. I yes. know it's on Telecaster. Tony, right. go. Wow. This, I mean, ordinarily, yeah, I'd probably go with the, the Leopard, but since it is a white guitar, yeah, I would go. go with the gold glitter Someone binding. Likes the penguin. I like me a penguin. Okay. But no, I, th- I think that would look really cool with the with the gold glitter binding. Yeah. I mean, the, the spotted tortoise would look great on... on uh, on white too, but yeah, is that what we, what we would technically call it? Spotted tortoise, leopard. People call usually call leopard. it leopard tortoise. Okay, leopard tortoise. <laughs> What's that? Is that? I a mean, thing? it was the pick guard was you know that on that white. Los well, yeah, like Los the one that we just actually saw. Just it was yeah, yeah. But that was a little bit more uh, amber. That yeah, but that's yeah, that's it gives splotchy. you an idea yeah, of that's, what that's it would splotchy look like. Splotchy inky, totally. splotchy inky. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Jared. What are you choosing? You're, you're not going to believe this. I'm going to go to the torch show. Wow. Yeah, that's uncharacteristic have, for you. Jared is a sparkle lover. Actually, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know. It's sparkly. Yeah. What's not... So you're going to tortoise. About that. You're taking tortoise. Good about that. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'm going to... Because I don't have that right now. That's true. I'll take the tortoise thing. All right. Uh, Nick, what are you doing? I'm going to have to side with Jared on this one. Mm. I'm a tortoise uh, lover. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, and brown and white just look so good together. How did the tortoises feel about vibe? that? Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> no yeah. tortoises harmed in the media. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy, it's really hard to find a guitar-shaped tortoise these days. Hey, <laughs> what are you doing, Todd? Because I have no clue. What Try you're the veal. Have. I'll be here all week. Yeah, I. You know what? I gotta go tortoise as well on this one for wow. sure. I like the inky tortoise especially. I really do. I think it's cool, man. What do you think? I would love to do a guitar with inky tortoise stuff on it. Okay. I've I've got some inky tortoise. Okay. What color are you going to have the body though? You said it was white. It's white. white Oh, it has to be white. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. What would your brother? This is your segment, man. What would your brother? What? Yeah. What would Tim want? Um. Well, I feel like he would. I, I know what's best, so I'll just. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I call the shots around you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna d- take care of a couple things here. First and foremost, I want to give the floor to our good friend Nick Frank. He's got something to say. Well, thanks for having us on the show, and thanks for listening to me. On. I'm talking to the, the people uh, in podcast land. So as a thank you, we wanted to offer everyone uh, 10% off of our in-stock guitars and our ready-to-customize instruments. Nice. So if you go to our website to the shop section, we've got some in-stock ready-to-ship guitars, and we've got some guitars that are finished, but you can choose your own hardware. Oh, man. Uh, which is a lot of fun. Nice. Um, then, or if you wanted to do the, the custom route, which we're all about, um, we are uh, going to offer 25% off on any of our custom options on a new custom build. Wow. So if you go to um, our website and uh, click guitars, you'll find our arcade signature model. And within those, uh, you can download a uh, options sheet. And on the second page, lists all the 
custom options. So there's the first sheet as a standard option, and then the second sheet has all the 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 custom options that we offer. Uh, so we would offer twenty five percent off on any of those. That is and that's, wow. Uh, that's until um, November thirtieth. So if they message us or they um, if, they the uh, audience. Say the audience, or yeah, what person person am I speaking in now? Um, uh, just let us know that uh, the guitar knobs sent you. Perfect. So keyword guitar knobs. Go get yourself you a Frank Brothers guitar. Save yourself a lot of cash. Ten percent wow. off wow. off of these guitars. It's a significant savings. Twenty five percent off is more than double significant savings. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm good at math. That's, that's, and there's a lot of fun custom options. So that's killer. That's a, that's a slamming deal. Town. That is very generous. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you offering that to our audience. We care a lot about them. We interact with them regularly and oh, yeah, totally. it, it, it just thrills me to death that you were willing to do that. So um, everybody make sure get out there, go check out these guitars uh, speaking of our audience, Tony. Yes. What would you like me to speak about? Would you uh, give us a uh, the rundown, the brief rundown, the brief the rundown, brief rundown of, of you don't uh, want my expanded version? You no, know, not this time. I just don't want to spend an hour editing it. So, oh. what giving us? The yeah, brief no, I noticed that in listening, I hear a lot of cuts in my segment. Well, you know, <laughs> and, I, and I'm wondering why that is. I, yeah, is well, there someone I, I can punch I, you? Can I talk to your I'm supervisor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got a lot of people to thank. We do. Um, this part of the show, we like to thank our executive producers. And our executive producers have gone to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs, and they have signed up and have committed to uh, $10 a month, which helps offset a lot of our costs to sure bring does. you this. Big time. Uh, we really appreciate that. We really appreciate all of our patrons on One Patreon. and five entry as well. And you get some really cool stuff. I just saw another posting. Somebody got their T-shirt and their package and everything. Yep. And, you know, best swag pack ever, I think, was the... Uh, was the uh, I like to think so. Yeah, let's let's run that. So real quick, you're gonna get a t-shirt. T-shirt. You're gonna get a barefoot button with button. our logo on it. It's bright orange. You can't orange. miss it on your pedal board. Yes. You're gonna get a big fat packet of stickers and stickers picks and, and all picks kinds of and, stuff. Yep. And um, yeah, that's that's a lot. I'd it's, say it's a lot. Yeah. It's, and it's great. We appreciate, and we appreciate it, it, and you'll appreciate the package you get. So without further ado, I would like to welcome two, not one, but two. Please do it. New executive producers. And guess what? If you're an executive producer... What is it? What happens? You get to have your name read on the thing, man. Which is what we're going to do right now. Read it, Tony. Go okay. It. Welcome aboard, Doug Gann and Earl Flowers. Hey! Our two newest Patreons. Yes. Not together in any way. They're separate people. They're separate people. Separate entities. <laughs> yes. Just, you know, no, number one, number I'm two. I'm just clarifying that. <laughs> and you join a, a list of... Fine the the elite of podcast supporters. Yes. yes. That would include Tom Barazin, Martin Cliff, David Wolfson, Matt Brammer, Carlos Mancha, Pete Marshall, Derek Fitzer, Robin Smith, John Daly, Oliver Gonzalez, Sean S. <laughs> Chris Kearney, John Anglin, Robert Marfleet, Darren Gregory, Gary Goodman and, and Son Beckett, Beckett. Zach Woo-hoo. J. Wright, and Doug Christ. 
Yes. Oh, and Michael Van Zant. Michael Van Zant. That's Yay. right. Hey, thank you guys so much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. Um, Couldn't do it without you. Yeah, it, it, it really, it, I can't stress how much uh, th- that really does help us out. So, um, Tony, where can people find you? Well, for custom pick guards and all sorts of fun plastic bits and pieces, you can go to pickguardian.com. Mm-hmm forward slash the guitar no 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 (laughs) (laughs) just go to pickguardian.com just go to pickguardian.com you can also check out some of the things that i do my various projects on uh the various social media yep instagram Instagram, pickguardian one that's right jared what about you well you can find me at uh brandonwoundpickups.com i build custom wound pickups um any way you want or uh, I do a lot of vintage style stuff. I offered them an aged and new style, whatever you need. Please get a hold of me at jared at brandonwoundpickups.com, J-A-R-E-D. Or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, you know, all those places. All the stuff. Those yep. are killer pickups and killer Thank pick you. guards, gentlemen. And uh, finally, Nick, where can people find you? Uh, you can catch us on social media at frank underscore brothers. So Instagram, we're, we're out there. I did. That's Frank underscore brothers. And then uh, our website, frankbgc.com. Or you can also search frankbrothersguitars.com. That's right. Excellent. Todd, where can people find you? Send me a message at todd at the guitarnobs.com. And uh, of course, uh, hang out with us on Instagram and our Facebook group. Uh, try to be as active as possible. So everybody, let's give it Nick... And Tim, although he's absent, the Frank brothers, a great big thank you for joining us, spending their valuable time to hang out and talk with us and share their story uh, and be looking for them out uh, in the socials. Thank you so much, Nick. And thank you, guys. You bet. Appreciate it. Subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a flat back, flat, flat, flat jacket? What? No. And that's what you're here to talk about us to talk to uh, to, uh, Tony went for the door and words not coming coming. together to yeah sounds like me man I'm gonna I'm gonna try that again I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna well that's it for these knobs please visit our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at the guitar knobs.com for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.